Bonsoir, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Reign of Terror. It was developed by Mark Morrison and is available on the Chaosium website. Our maître de, our maître de jeu is Vic Swan, and this is episode four. That's right, four. Our recap will be given by Thomas McKeon as his character, Sergeant Terry Renault. So, without further delays, commencez notre voyage dans la ténèbre. Thomas. Thanks, Tom. Men, tonight we find ourselves in Puisi, home of the Count, in an inn near the town square. A day ago, if you remember, we left the palace in Versailles discussing many possibilities, all of which I'd like you to keep in mind. The six of us came up with plenty of ideas that we should discuss further in the morning once we perform a more in-depth scouting mission, something I believe we all agree we must do before moving forward in any capacity. As we enter the town of Poissy, I'd like to tell you that I felt a strange feeling come over me, a feeling of oppression and hate, one I know we all felt entering into the forest and town. All around us, people seemed suspicious, hateful, and reclusive, something uncommon of our country folk. We went into the inn posing as mere travelers, not soldiers, come to raid Count Fenelik's chateau. We were then given rooms, but decided to get dinner before parting our separate ways. Abom, it was smart of you to approach the villagers here prying for information. A shame they seemed too frightened by something to give us anything, but I commend your attempt. Michelle, I also commend your attempt to provoke the people with the pamphlet, but once more, nothing came of it. Jean, I don't think anyone would ever sing with you. I think your drunkenness is a problem, but we'll come back to that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, after our dinner, me and Percy, we went to the church hoping to gain information from the town's priests. After all, the town's cathedral is filled with just as much gossip as it is prayer. Unfortunately, we gained nothing from the priest who stonewalled us. Who stonewalled us. We then took a stroll down a path, a dirt road, that led us directly to the front gate of Fenelit's home. There we found a wall that one could imagine stretched the whole length of his property. We could not see anything from that distance in the dark, so the spy glass will be most definitely it will most definitely be necessary. We must plan our scouting mission and devise a plan. Soon, I'm sure, the Count will catch wind of us, and he and his lackeys will surely be upon us. Now, to bed with all of us, we have a long day tomorrow. And that's the end of the recap. Well, I'm going to assume that it's morning. We did go to bed last episode. We went to bed last episode and nothing has happened during the night. Other than possibly someone got up to use the chamber pots. I am feeling good this morning. Much the same as it is in the evening. It's not an overly busy place. But uh, there's certainly more going on than there was when we arrived. If I may make a suggestion, Monsieur Jean. Anything. The um, 
the people who have sent us on this mission, they have not told us that we must act as quickly as possible. So I think we should try to ascertain the, uh, the traveling habits of Count um, Fenelik. Um, so we should observe for a while just to see when he comes and when he goes. But I'm also thinking that it would be a, an interesting idea to have someone like Eugène uh, or Babon or maybe Beaumont to meet up, to, to, to make an acquaintance with one of their maids when she is shopping for bread or whatever, uh, maybe seduce her and uh, suggest a rendezvous when her master is not there. You know, as they say, when the master is away, the servants will play. Well, the servants know his habits best of all. She will say, oh, yes, we shall meet in the barn at uh, tomorrow night because he, I know he will be gone. That will tell us exactly when he won't be there. It is a suggestion brought on by my excessive drinking. I'm not good for that, but it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Um, I, I'll, I will, uh, how about we do this? We, we send somebody else to try to seduce one of the uh, female workers there. And meanwhile, I might go into the, the, the town square and might try to eavesdrop this, hear if anybody's talking about Benelik and seeing if he's going to be away from, from his uh, chateau. Joseph, Etienne? Well, I think Babon would be just a little bit better at that. If he's not up for it, I'm willing to do it, but he seems to be the talker. He definitely is the talker. If that is what my country needs of me, then I, uh, I can perform the task. But uh, again, the uh, rakishly handsome man with the wooden hand stands out, so I'm just concerned if... Uh, you can use that to your advantage. <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about trying to seduce a lady. We're trying to, you're trying to seduce a servant. Uh, you can tell her it was run over by a cart and she'll feel sympathy for you and want to help you deal with your pain. Yeah, tell her something like uh, you went to save a little child being run over by a, a madman. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you this. I, I, I could talk of my son, but uh, that's something that, uh, don't worry. I, that is not my concern. It's more an issue of uh, this, this uh, count. He's, if he's half as unsavory as they say, then perhaps... Uh, Perhaps his servants may be too, and we should be wary of that. But you are correct, Monsieur. So, so be it. I will uh, find myself a fair maiden, woo her with tales of my beautiful son Caesar and how I lost my hand saving him from a uh, 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 an errant, uh, uh, improperly loaded. 
cannon charge, and uh, the rest will take care of itself. I am not so sure you should mention your son. <laughs> Make up a clever lie. <laughs> no, no, no. But he is the light of my life. Do not worry. They love that kind of thing. He is, uh, it shows that I am caring and loving. You see. We all have our methods. Okay, well, you're the master of that, so <laughs> we'll have to, uh, to go by, by what you say. Regardless, we, we need to observe the property and find a servant that leaves and comes into town so that we can follow them. And Well, what time in the morning is it? We must get up very early because servants get up early to do their shopping. We're soldiers, so I imagine we're up nice and early. Well, how about this while we're at it? Um, why don't we just uh, spy on the, 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 uh, his, his, uh, his chateau and see who comes and goes and see, you know, look at their uh, schedules and see, you know, uh, if we're like day after day, if we see the same people entering and leaving and perhaps we can have, you know, follow them and get information from them. Well, as I said, we might do nothing today except just observe. Yeah. Sergeant Renault, could you um, make uh, an intelligence roll for me, please? I can make an intelligence roll for you. Pulling it up now. That is barely a pass. It's a 60. Well, with, with your, your barely a part, oh, it's 60 out of 75. That's, um... It's... Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, with regard to, um, to what Dupois said, um, right at the beginning, um, you very much seem to uh, recall that the, uh, the the mission was was delivered in such a way that there was a very strong implication of urgency. I do recall that Captain uh, Malone was uh, was referencing the fact that he was going to take the throne, <laughs> like he was going to infiltrate. Um, okay, well, then I will make that known, um, that I think Fenelik's plan is to infiltrate the throne through, uh, Marie Antoinette. So, we probably have a, we have time, but we should act relatively quickly regardless. Understood. We should find a person, orchestrate an interaction, and then get inside. Just one of us and then we'll have an idea of the interior and then somehow we can plan a large on-scale entrance maybe a servant knows a way to get in that's not the front gate well our other our other idea was to dress up like an aristocrat uh, we do not have the clothes for that and that would take time and um, and we don't know i mean if we just appear um they may say that we were not never expected, and of course that draws attention. Oh no! If you're a nurse, grad, you say, "Oh, tish tush, tish tush." I am here. Let me in. They're servants. What are they going to do? 
Have you not seen the way they act? These uh, well, aristocrats? they're servants, but they're not our servants. Yeah, but they are the servants of the aristocrats. They'll comply. They would never want to ha- would never want to hurt the feelings of an aristocrat. They're terrified of them. <clears throat> but I I do agree with uh, my mom that we are and 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 Etienne. We don't have the clothes. We can't afford the clothes. I imagine, right, Mick? Like. That kind of cloth, and you, you, I mean, not, not only can you them. not afford the clothes, but you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't entirely know how to wear them if you, if you get what I mean. You, you, um, there are lots of little subtle rules, sartorial rules that, that you'd only really know if you were genuinely a, a member of that class. Besides, I don't know how to make, put on makeup. Any of you? Very, very difficult to pull it off. Well, Monsieur, I could be the crazy drunk aristocrat who has smeared his makeup. And is is this just an excuse to get you to drink again? <laughs> Fine, wow. do whatever you want. Let's get on with this mission. I'm tired of sitting around. So yes, yes. I, I figure I will watch the entrance. See if any uh, servant girls or servant people of any kind come out. Talk them, talk them up. Do what I do as best as I can. And uh, if no one go- comes out in, you know, a span of a few hours, then perhaps, uh, perhaps this may be something where we should uh, act a little more rashly. If uh, there's no in and out from the uh, from the manor. Agreed. I think that, Babon, while you're doing that, um, we should walk the perimeter um, through the forest because there could be another entrance somewhere else. Um, but me and Pressy's uh, was, uh, excuse me, was um, a wall that stretched the entire at length, but we couldn't see too far. It was too dark. So I think that um, if we walk the perimeter, we may be able to find like a hole or just like a small patch that we could slip into during the cover of night. I think that's highly unlikely, but we can go over the wall. Yeah, how um, how difficult, because you said there are spikes. Were they decorative spikes? I imagine they are. Um, or are they more imposing than decorative spikes? They, they, are, they are designed to keep intruders out rather than to fulfill a, a decorative purpose. They're just yeah. single they're just single spikes. They're not spiked rollers. Okay. Of the yeah. That, that would a, just make it easier a military to base or a prison. So. Yeah. That's not okay. Well let's go ahead and head to uh, the chateau. I'm, I'm sure they sure will have dogs too. Maybe we should procure a little bit of meat before we head out there. That's a good idea. I know that we talked about um, maybe slipping into the market and orchestrating something there. So maybe seeing the market beforehand is a good idea. There, there is one other thing before we go. It is very likely that the Count is going to stay in Versailles because the Dauvin is dead. And uh, he said that he was going to comfort the Queen. It's not likely he's going to drive the hours to get here when he should be there 
we could just take the chance tonight when nobody is awake and see if we can break into the, uh, the chateau. That seems perfectly reasonable. Just uh, consider it. So in the meantime... Uh, it is risky, but you know. It's that I suspect that may be the, the ultimate plan, though. Uh, I, I'll head out right now. I'll go uh, meet up with uh, the uh, roadside, find myself a nice place to rest, and uh, I suppose uh, try to whittle myself a new hand, something, something to do. Uh, so if uh, anything unusual happens, uh, where should I look for you people? It's not that big of a town. Yes, but uh, if, you, if you do make the rounds. Well, Sergeant, you know where to find me. I'll be shall, uh, on the road. We meet back here, yeah? I, th I think that's a smart idea. Meeting back up here, this can be our hub. Um, all right, gentlemen. And we have the spyglass, correct? I believe Yosef has it. He's mm -hmm. the one that requested it. Yes. L listen. If you have some information that you need to convey to the rest of us, come back here, leave a message, leave a note, and, uh, and then go back to doing what you're doing, and uh, we'll keep feeding off of each other's information. Indeed. Quite the plan. And uh, in the meantime, uh, don't worry. I have my backup. Petit Prince and I, we will uh, see that the mission is done. So uh, adieu, most most. Miss Compagnons? The dog uh, is a good <laughs> in. The dog is a good in. Help, my puppy is hurt. Oh, he's not. Just kidding. What oh, did I tell you, Mon Capitan? I'm a professional. Yes. <laughs> All right. Actually, actually, that would be interesting to know what how people people's attitudes towards dogs were. People might look at it and say, that filthy thing, what are you carrying that around with you for? Uh, <laughs> it's nice and cute, I think. They stare into his eyes. Puppies are always cute, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's head to the market. Babon, we'll uh, meet back up here uh, soon. All right? All right. Here we. What are your orders, mon chasseur? Let's go to the market, grab some meat, just get some preparation before we head out into the woods, then walk the perimeter. Um, Yosef, you have the spyglass, so take some opportunities to get some... Uh, perspectives from different angles of the chateau okay in general i'm just going to hang with the sergeant whatever he wants me to do so did you want me to stick with you in the market or split off and try and look we at should we should go as a group and as we're circling around you can take time to like look through and if you see anything interesting we'll stop and okay. just make note of it you don't think that looks suspicious? A bunch of people walking all together. In the woods? Hope no Around one finds the us. Of the wall. I don't think that we're gonna be that close. I'm not gonna be hugging it. We should all do our own jobs, but oh Monsieur, you are in charge, Sajon. If uh if Jean wants to, to go on his own, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop him. We're mere travelers, we're not soldiers. Let's let's uh, investigate the marketplace and we'll take it from there. Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you're heading to Fenelix's estate. 
I thought we were going to marketplace first. Oh, the marketplace. Sorry, yes, we're going to the marketplace first. Babona is going straight to the chateau. We're going to the market and then figuring out what to do next after that. Okay. Well, it's it's very easy to get to the the market. It takes place in the square outside the inn, in the uh, the shadow of the church. Um. There was probably a time when the market in Poissy was uh, was a big deal, but um, now it's just five or six stalls selling the basics. There's a vintner, uh, a boulangerie, um, a patisserie, um, and um, some other things that I can't remember from my schoolboy French. I can. Iron Munger. Uh, I forget what is a boulangerie. A boulangerie. Um, isn't that? Oh God! Now I can't remember what it is. Um, is it meats and cheeses? As there are French people watching this. Going, oh. <laughs> All I can remember is that Dr. Evil says... No, a boulangerie is a bakery. <laughs> um, oh, that's, what's a... What was I trying to think of? Oh, Dr. no. Evil says, my, my father was a boulangerie owner. <laughs> All right, so... I was is thinking it, of La Boucherie. La Boucherie. Which is, is a butcher shop. Is there anything of note that we can find here in the uh, the marketplace just on a gl cursory glance, other than people being kind of morose and being very withdrawn? Um, well, they don't seem quite as uh, morose and withdrawn with each other. It's just us. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it does seem to be that way. It seems that with each other, they're, um, you know, they're, they're maintaining the social niceties um, in, in the way that people do in small French market towns. Um, they are chewing the fat, as it were. Can we overhear anything? <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's just, there are dogs barking and um, there's a uh, sound of a man playing uh, an accordion and uh, a sound of a great deal of shrugging. <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just general chit chat. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, these, these look very nice. Do we hear any over overheard conversations concerning Fenelic at all? Uh, make a listen room. Twenty-five out of fifty-five. It's it's almost noteworthy that, that there is is no gossip concerning the the that house at all. No one no one mentions it. No one refers to it. 
do we see anybody who looks like maybe a servant from that place? I don't know how you would tell. There are one or two people who look like they may be servants. They have baskets. They look like they're shopping above their station, one might say. Um, but for for the most part, other than day-to-day bits and pieces, um, most things will be brought in from the city. In a, in a, in a decent-sized house, they would bake their own bread. That's your thing. I want to see if I can find whatever the cheapest meat would be. Not deer, boar. I just want somebody to say, meat. What kind of meat is it? Meat. Um, yeah, you can, you can pick up some, you know, some pigs, trotters, and um, some scrag end. Yep. No idea what that is. Whatever, as long as it's meat and the dogs don't eat it. Yeah, it's it's pretty much. I mean, the the, the stuff you buy, um, you know, there, there there's probably you could find. Um, I imagine the boucherie will will have uh, a few bones knocking about. All right, so I see whatever I, you know. It's a beef shin. When I can get it very cheap and just you know, I don't know if we put it in a cloth or I'm not sure. A couple of um, bones. Some scrag end, a few bits of gizzard. Can I ask my group? Because I don't know. Um, does anybody have a rifle? Not on me right now. I thought they were all up in the room. I'm just, 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 just. This is a, just a general question. Do you, do you have a rifle in inventory? Um, yes. I have, I have a musket. Musket. Yeah, I was going to say none of you have rifles. You have muskets. Oh. Musket rifle, yeah. Um, if we were to go back to the inn, grab those, and then head into the forest, we're a hunting party. We're just looking for food. Hmm. Have we seen anybody else walking around with weapons in the village? No, but then. It's not really something people tend to do, walking around in villages with weapons. You tend to, you would take a, a, a weapon out to the, the woods okay. or out to the fields to hunt with it. Yeah, rabbits are, what, and what time of year is it? It is uh, June. Yeah, rabbits are definitely in season. So we're just hunting rabbit, just hunting game. It's not a bad idea. Hunting game on a Lord's land. Yeah, well, we'll just have to explain our way out of that one. But yes, I mean, the Lord's Land is the best uh, place to get the game, as we all know from the Robin Hoods. It's also the best <laughs> way to get I mean, thrown in prison. But uh, ra- okay. Rabbit is is more of a uh, an autumn and winter. Is it? Game. Yeah. Is deer summer? <clears throat> deer is fall. Deer is fall. Can't remember the the, the different things in the seasons. Well, would we know the law on hunting? On well, I mean, we can hunt squirrel. I mean, vermin, I, I would imagine. Yeah, anything that is a detriment to the king, we can kill. But the well, I mean, the, is. In, in, in reality, I mean, you don't really need to cover. I mean, you, you, 
you are allowed to carry your your muskets with you as, as you are soldiers um whether in uniform or not um but in terms of uh of, of the, the 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 hunting aspect yes hunting on someone else's land would be a um a serious matter uh, and and I don't quite understand why four people need muskets to walk around a wall and see if it's solid all the way around. One person can do that recon and bring the info back to you. It's so we keep the party together. <laughs> yeah, we're not playing Call of Cthulhu. We're soldiers. We're, we're tactical. Let's be tactical. Okay. John, you may go do it, and uh, we will... I have my own ideas as to what to do. Okay. But, uh... Then we will go, and John, you can go do whatever the hell you want to do. With your permission. <laughs> no, you have my permission. All right. What I am going to do, Mr. Keeper, Wait. is I am going to try and chat up some of the more unsavory elements in the town, uh, the ones where I might be able to obtain hmm, contraband. And in doing so, I am going to ask a few questions along the way about the Lord of the Manor, so to speak. But I'm, I'm definitely looking for the reject pile of people. Daytime drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that that'll it'll take you a while to to sort of sniff out a likely. Okay. A likely person. So um, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll go and do the the the, the reconnaissance of the uh, of the wall. Now. Okay. So, the reconnaissance party. You uh, you walk up to the uh, the chateau, or the gates of the chateau. Um, Baban is there with his um, with his small puppy, sitting in a bush. Um, perhaps sitting on a tump. He's just going to jump out with the dog. Oh, no! Got my axe out, badly, like, whittling a uh, replacement hand. All right. Um, how are the grounds looking from here? Are there people kind of milling about? Um, there is a very long driveway. Yes. At uh, the end of that driveway is a large dark house. Um, scarcely more visible in the daytime than it was at night. Um, the grounds appear to be quite heavily overgrown. Uh, lots, lots of overgrown uh, rose bushes and um, brambles. Uh, is there uh, is there a hill nearby? No, it's quite flat around here. All right, so no, no chance for higher ground. Climb a tree. That's true. Um, it's a good idea. So 
with that, we should just find our, our way, a good vantage point, and have Yosef climb a tree and uh, take a look, see what he can see. Okay. Righty ho. Um, Ugel, uh, I will need a climb roll, please. Ooh, 57 out of 40. Oh dear. Um, well, you try to get up the tree, but um, you just can't quite seem to, to get the, the footing on it. The, uh, the lowest branches just seem to be a little bit too high for you. Um, perhaps a little bit too thin and bendy. And uh, it's, it's very difficult to, to get a purchase to get up it. So uh, for the time being, you can't seem to find a tree that really fits the bill. Joseph, is this your first time climbing trees? No, no, but as you can see, but even with my uh, small frame, I feel I'm going to break those branches. We'll circle around and uh, look for a better tree, better vantage point. This is what happens when the, the Lord does not take care of his land. Thin trees overgrow everything. The soil is damp and terrible. Those overgrown uh, rose bushes can give us cover if we need to get in there, though. That's true. Those the rose bushes. Um, is there? Did it, this is probably a no. Um, was there a garden that stretched into or towards the the manor? Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, it looks very much like a, an an overgrown garden. Um, the ro the roses are, are, are very odd. Um, describe odd like what do you mean well they're, they're very strange colors as though as though they, 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 they strike you as being rather um, rather rare as though the garden was possibly planned by by someone who had who had very um, peculiar tastes um, it, 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 the, the, the quality seems at, at, at odds with the, the, the lack of care. I mean, they, some of them, um, they're all, all kinds of colors you've never seen before in roses. Aquamarine, turquoise, silver. Silver grass, roses. Grass green. Some of them look like they're almost black. Okay, well, that's definitely odd. I mean... Roses change color when there's like water that's died, but we, uh, we don't know that. I mean, it's, 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 everything's overgrown, but I mean, it's it's abundantly overgrown. It's it's um, you know, it's it's not it's not weedy and overgrown. It's it's uh, fecund and um, healthy, and uh, it, it it is um, luxuriant. Lush, yeah. Yes, it looks like it's. It, if anything, it looks like it's. It, it's. It's richly fertilized, but but lacking any any pruning or or maintenance. So it's um. So it's just not being tended to. It's just kind of just expanding and engulfing. Mm. Well, then, Yosef, that is a very damn good idea. We could weave our way through that overgrowth and get to the house under the cover of night. Because um, I am imagining, I think my bone's right. I think 
I think that the only option that we have, because um, I suspect all of our ploys and tricks won't work. I think this is why we're doing this. I think our only way is to somehow get in and then traipse through as soldiers and find something and leave. I agree. And if we do happen to notice dogs there, I want to make contact with them today before we go in to feed them. So maybe it'll remember our scent and think of food instead of intruders. Oh. That's could work. What was, that? What, what was that, Michelle? I was thinking about these these bushes, and um, I don't know. I just want to test a theory. If I can get myself a spade or something like that to do a little digging around, I mean, we all we need is some sort of proof, right? Oh, I, I, I look at you, Michelle, and I kind of raise an eyebrow and I say, you suspect, and I... That, yeah, that, that he's murdered several people and has, has them buried out here. Which would explain the, uh, the health of the roses. Yeah. But if a servant dies, has no family, he gave him a Christian burial on his land. It could be explained away. Well, this is not a Christian I, burial. I agree with you. Um, a Christian burial would be uh, a plot of land, um, a headstone, and a priest coming out, and it would be well tended. To me, it mm. looks like uh, an area where you would dump a body, you would bury it, um, and then just leave it to overgrow like this so that it doesn't more or less cause it, uh, any, any sort of attention or draw any sort of attention. Have oh, it looks like just uh, a you know weedy uh, bramble over here. Oh, I agree, and I'm sure that's what's under there. But he he'll be able to spin it. We need more solid proof than that. Well, I think it's a good start, though. <laughs> yeah, and it also depends on who's buried underneath there. If it's a a nobleman, that's a true. Woman. Let's hope that he was dumb enough to dump a body with clothes on it, and if those clothes happen to be that of an aristocrat, uh, yeah. which I'm sure they would have noticed, but. They would have noticed one of their own going missing, but eh, anything's possible. Um, I'm more concerned with the color of the roses. Have any of you seen anything like that? No. Never. Definitely something wrong with that soil. Roses don't grow like that. Well, let's keep going, Joseph. Let's try your 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 your, your climbing skills uh, in a in a more sturdy tree. If you fall out of that one, I'm going to say it's, it's, it's you, not the tree. <laughs> no, we, we can look for another one. Somebody, somebody give me a boost up to the, to the, I'm a little, you know, I'm kind of short here. Remember that. I'll, by, I'll by the, by the time you reach, by the time you reach the back wall of the property, um, and just, just measuring your steps, you would estimate that the, the, the wall, the side wall, um, was about, um, 350 feet long. Um, you, you get about a third of the way along the, the, the what you presume to be the back wall of the estate. Um, and there's there's a there's a tree there that sort of fits the bill. It looks it looks climbable. Um, admittedly, the other one looked climbable, but. Um, you, you, you feel reasonably confident that you could give this one a go? Okay. I'll give you a roll. 25. 25 out of 40. 
Okay, it's um, it, it takes it takes you a while, but you uh, you manage to sort of edge your way up the tree, um, and uh, you find a, a, a relatively sturdy branch on which you can lean and uh, take out your spyglass and uh, and have a look around. Um, so what you see. Again, you see a very, a very overcrowded garden, a very um, overgrown garden. But you can, you can make out the house, which sits roughly in the centre of the property. Um, and you can see that the, um, the overgrown area has been cleared, both around the house and around what would have been the gardens proper at the back of the house. Um, which consists really of uh, four gardens set out um, around um, ooh, a gazebo in the yeah. center. Is it rectangular, the wall? Is it like rectangular or is it a square? As far as you can tell, the wall that you're looking over, the, 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 the wall around the estate appears to be square and roughly the same size on, on each side. Okay. Um, the gardens themselves, they're, la they're laid out with, um, there are four small gardens near the house, um, which are sort of laid out in a sort of grid pattern. There's a, a, a rectangular walkway around the, the outside of them, and there are walkways uh, bisecting, so the, the four are there with a small gazebo uh, in the middle. And... Um, And something that should be there that isn't shown on the map. Oh, how marvelous. Thank you so very much. Chaosium proofreaders. That's two for this episode. <laughs> what? That's not. Either they think that word means something else. Yes, as I say, the whole thing is laid out around an ornamental fountain in the middle. Not a gazebo, an ornamental fountain. Um, Joseph, what do you see up there? Well, I relay the information that you just uh, told me back to them for looking up to save time. And then do I see... Can I see into any of the windows with the spyglass? Do I see people milling around? Any dogs? Uh, Do I make, see a carriage house? Make, make a spot hidden. Okay. Let me just... Oh. 57 out of 70. You're looking through the... Um, through the spyglass. And... You, oh, right, sorry, there is a gazebo in the middle, sorry, I suddenly now understand what's going on. Um, at uh, the end of each of the, the four paths, 
um, there seem to be ornamental fountains um, with statues of, of some sort uh, in them. It's it, with with the lenses on on the telescope. It's it's you can't really make out what they are at this distance. You're, you're still a bit too far away. Um, but you are somewhat drawn to the fact that the the gravel appears to be black. And so um, that Sorry. that just strikes you as quite odd. You've never seen black gravel before. And uh, at first you wondered what it was and why it was so dark. But um, you can't see um, any sign of dogs. There are, um, every now and then you'll see a, a footman or, or some sort of servant will, will wander through. Um, not crowded by any means, but you just, you, there are occasional people moving around. The house is certainly occupied. Um, and the same goes for, for the house itself. When trying to look into the windows, um, all, all you're really aware of is that um, people occasionally cross in front of the window. It's impossible and, to tell whether they're male or female. It's it's more just you know you can just see people moving around inside the house, but then you can see the house is certainly under occupancy. Now, is there any armed guards or any like a like a little guard house or anything that's visible? You can see nothing of that kind. Okay. I'm just gonna do it once over again, unless there's anything else that catches my attention. I don't want to get spotted either, so I wanna. Come back down, and then you, I, I relay exactly what Mick had told us, just for you know time's sake instead of repeating it. Um, but I do mention about the black, um, you know, it was very noticeable about the uh, the uh, black uh, black stones. And that, it, how many doors do I see? You're looking um, closer at the house. Yes. Yes. Um, it was a, it's a three-bedroom house. Um, you can see that at the rear of the house, which is what you're looking at, um, you can see um, to to the side um, there are a, a couple of a couple of doors just off of a. Um, off to the side of a of, of what what looks like the coach court for the house. Um, you take that probably to be the the kitchen because it's at the back. Mm. Um, there are some big doors on the coach court. Uh, you can see people are coming and going from time to time. Um, one man comes out with some tack. Uh, another man goes in a little later with a, a barrow, a barrow full of um, bales of, of hay. And the doors are closed for the coach house. Um, there are two large doors. One of them, one of them is open. And there's no chance of seeing if there that carriage, the infamous carriage, is in there. You you can't see any sign of that. From okay. And servants' quarters. Does it look like just one building? They don't have separate servants' quarters. 
Um, it just looks like one three-story building. So you would you would assume the back prob probably the servants' quarters are at the top of the house. Oh, top of the house. Yeah. Um, but looking at the house, um, it's a strange, strange house. It's it's an odd melange of of different architectural styles. Um, some bits look Grecian, uh, other bits look medieval. Um, it's got two uh, broken down towers but but as you look closely at them they they look like they're all broken down towers but but viewing them through the the uh spyglass you can see that they're, they're they're actually quite new um they're probably an, an affectation a folly you know that um aristocrats are prone to do these things it's uh, an english fashion they've taken over but um there's just something. There's something really weird about the building. It's it just not, none of it seems to be at right angles to any other part, and the, the the roof isn't straight. The walls almost look as though they're they're tumbling down. And now, does it look it like a very unsettling effect on you? Does it look like an older structure built with a newer structure built with a newer or it's just made to look like that like in other words they had an old house and they built around it and added on and added on over years or it looks it looks as though um it's a variety of different styles um and different additions some of them reasonably new some of them older but as though um over time yes it looks like uh, the, the house has been added to over time um with the uh the the, the towers looking most obviously newish newest rather so besides the back door, which possibly would be a kitchen, are there any other windows that are able to be climbed into, or is there any other entrances that I can see? Oh, there are, there are plenty of windows on the second and third floors. Okay. Um, but on the on the ground floor, it's uh, very difficult to see. All you can see is the kitchen windows. The rest of the ground floor is obscured by the by the, the, wall. the the uh, the coach court. Okay, and the coach court's separate building, or it's, is it attached? It's built onto the back of the house. Okay. All right, so I'm thinking maybe the kitchen might be the best way through. So I'll just do, like I said, just take another glance over, and then I'll head back down. Okay. Well, and I relay verbatim what you had told me to the rest of the group. Well, maybe we can go through. Um, we can go through the back door, the front door, windows. Um, that that black uh, gravel caught my eye a few times. It's something I've never seen, actually. Well, and I pull out um, a piece from my pocket because I reached down uh, through the the bars of the the gate and grabbed it last episode. And I say, it's very interesting. The color 
um, you think it's something that's not, you know, particularly interesting or important, but I've never seen anything like this. And I think that this and the roses, um, they tie together. It's just odd. Like, it's Michelle, not, have you? Oh, I was my Michelle, if you've ever seen it, I take a closer look, you hold it up to the light. Is there anything unusual or maybe he has seen something? I don't think I would have. Um, it's not look familiar to me, does it? Should I? Um, no, it doesn't look. I mean, it just looks like um, a small black piece of stone. Uh, hmm. it doesn't look any different for me. Uh, to me, I mean, is 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 there any sort of uh, markings on it? Like maybe, uh, is it? smooth it, like what's the uh it's, it's a small black piece of gravel it's like, okay. very very much if you if you looked at a, a normal gravel drive mm -hmm. probably find a few bits here and there that looked exactly like this okay but um, the, the the notion that someone would go to the lengths of sorting like out all the black bits and only right. buying them seems to you at, at once both um, patently ridiculous and um, very much the sort of thing an aristocrat would probably do. Hmm. And expensive. Hmm. Well, yeah. It seems like a, uh, to, to you, it seems more like a, uh, an absurdly ostentatious thing to do rather than anything sim sinister okay almost sickeningly so hmm. Odd. not sure what else we can gather here right now well we now know that we can get to the uh we can get to the house through the brambles the overgrowth and then we could possibly go through the back door um and into the home we should also follow up on on your uh lead michelle maybe get you a spade so you can just do a little bit of digging a claw uh to just do a little bit of digging and see what's just beneath the bramble okay because i think there's bodies down there yeah so do i all right, well, let's head back to the inn. Um, eventually, uh, Etienne and Jean will return to the, uh, to the inn, and we should just relay what we found here on this mission. And if we do go in at night, stay off the gravel. It tends to make a lot more noise than the grass will. Yes, we're going to have to figure out a way to go. I think we should just go right over the wall and into the grass. Maybe we bring out a blanket from the uh, inn to throw over the top, you know, help uh, cover a little, little bit. Smart. Or even maybe some hay and wrap it in and stick it onto it and use it to leap over. Or a ladder if we can find one. Probably a, a stretch, but, uh, but Mick, um, was it possible that knowing that we'd be doing traveling and, you know, weather's inconsistent, um, did we bring bedrolls or no? Um, yes, yes. I think uh, a... soldiers, you would have you would have brought your bedrolls with you. Yeah, we could just bedroll it. Um, oh my god, 
that's that's badass. It's ridiculous uh, overkill. You guys are playing Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> You're so um, you just jump over the wall and run across the grass. Come on. <laughs> let's head back to the end. It's worth bearing in mind as well that, you know, knowing you were coming on this sort of mission, I, I would be prepared to say that um, amongst the supplies you would probably have thought to bring with you would have been some rope. Yes. We, yeah, I think mentioned we, that. we mentioned rope in a lockpick. Yeah. yeah. We, we, had, we had a five-minute thing about the Skyrim lockpick. So, yeah, no, we brought those. Hmm. All right, back to the end with us. Okay. Um, right, well, while you've been um, traipsing around the wall looking for trees to climb, um, Baban, uh, give me a listen roll. Oh, this is where my time in the artillery corps has uh, not been beneficial. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I probably didn't hear anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, Prince probably did. I actually, got, I actually got a three out of my base twenty, so I actually made it. Okay. Um, well, it's 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 more of a um, it's a physical sensation. Oh. It is. It is not difficult for. Uh, it, it's difficult to miss it. Um, you hear or you are aware of uh, a car rumbling up the road towards you and as it comes into uh, into view uh, you see that it's pulled by uh, one quite nice looking grey horse but it, it appears to be a tradesman's cart it's coming from town towards the uh... it's, it's coming from the direction of town towards the house yes Oh, okay. Okay, well, um, I guess uh, I'll wait till they uh, come that way. And uh, does, does it look like it's somebody in like the, the clothes of, uh, of a noble? Or does it look like there's a tradesman from town going in? Um, as, it, as it gets closer, it's, uh, it looks very much like it's... Um, just a couple of tradesmen with their wagon, with a covered wagon. Um, it rolls past you and uh, comes to a stop at the gates of the estate. And uh, a man appears behind the gate. Words are spoken. You can't. You can't tell what it is. So you can see them speaking to each other. You can't hear anything at that distance. Um, and then the gates are opened, and the cart rumbles in. Uh, looking over the cart, is there anything like in the back of it that looks like it kind of stands out? Like, does this look like this is um, like a, a, you know, like a cart full of weapons or or like full of household goods supplies like? um yeah then you can you can you can clearly see without having to make a spot hidden roll for it you can clearly see 
um, a number of crates of, uh, of, of wine okay. in the back and, and various other bits and pieces. There's no, there's nothing written on the side of the, uh, of the cart though. The provisions of nobility, basically. Yes. Okay. Okay. It doesn't say like you know, Fortnum et Maison. <laughs> Moet okay. et Chandon. Okay. Um and and uh basically they're just uh like they open the gate. Bring the thing in. The gate, in, gate closes, okay. and you watch as the uh, the car just rumbles off up the the driveway towards the uh, the chateau. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, pretty prince, I suppose that is uh, a bit of a problem. Uh, if they do not leave the uh, manor, I guess uh, there's not much we can do except uh, watch. I guess, uh, yeah, I keep whittling away and um, kind of just keep an eye on the uh, the entrance, see if there's anything else um, unusual that goes on. Okay. Um, well, if you're sitting there for the, the, the rest of the, about um, 45 minutes later, the same uh, cart emerges from the estate goes past you in the other direction uh, as this it comes you can very clearly see that it's empty okay as as it comes out yeah i'll i'll wave at the uh the people and uh you know bonjour how are you doing today lovely day is it not the uh the the, the carter sort of nods and uh, grudgingly just says, uh, Shiva. Well, uh, the uh, appetites of the aristocracy, they never cease, do they? We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sort of, he's, he's, he's halfway off by the time he's, he's replied to you. Okay. Well, um, it's not really notable for the purposes of heading back. So I'm going to, I'm going to hang out and keep watching it after that, as I continue okay. to badly whittle myself a replacement wooden hand with my hatchet. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll move across and do uh Dupois. Um, after the, an, an hour and a half of, uh, observation and eavesdropping, um, You've narrowed it down to a couple of fellows who are sitting in the corner of the inn. You haven't been able to catch their names, but you've noticed a number of people have been going up, talking to them, buying drinks, then walking outside with them, and then not coming back in as though they've been going outside to do deals and things with people. And you think that if, if anyone in this place is going to be a, 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 a person of low repute, it's going to be these two fellows. You can see that. I mean, they look like quite shady people just, just by looking at their faces. They look quite disreputable. Now they could 
potentially be Jesuit priests. You might be completely wrong. But to well, you they look they look like shady types. Yes, and they could still be Jesuit priests. Uh so I uh I I give them the eye and I uh grab a bottle of wine and I walk over and just in a very sort of I guess I'm I'm trying to convince them that I am like them. Uh and I, I put the bottle down and I say, How are you gentlemen drinking? Oh, we, we, we are always drinking, monsieur. Always drinking. So There's so I, little else to do with life. I, I spend a few minutes sort of making their acquaintances and sharing a drink with them. And then I'm like, so I am a traveler. I'm moving through this area. I was just wondering if there were any opportunities that you might know of uh, where one could... Uh, Gain the necessities of life, you know. Oh well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's market day, Monsieur. You know, it's, um, it's, ah, it's, I was never very good at that sort of thing. My, uh, I I noticed. Uh, I, I once again, it takes you know a while to to build this up, and I. I eventually get around to being like, you know, I notice uh, uh, the people here, they are they're not exactly the rich people. There's not too much you could uh, gain here. But I noticed a big house over down the road. Uh, how well, how uh, dangerous would it be to try and, you know, gain a little... Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> One of them starts just laughing. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> you, you thinking of going over the wall? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe. What? What? What is in behind the wall? Oh well. Uh, how can I put this? Um, uh, the Aristo lives there. He does not have a good reputation. Yeah, he's, but uh, he's a hard man. You know, I, 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 I no, there, there are stories. There, are, there, there are stories. There's nothing more. But uh, we, um, I heard from a man who heard from a man who heard from a man who knew someone who was going to go over there and and go over the wall and and, and look for that man's silverware. If you get my drift, I know exactly what you are saying, and what um, happened to this man. The next morning, uh, old Louis, the poacher, said he found a rope hanging from the wall with knots in it, like a man had climbed up. And the man who went over the the wall was never seen again. But maybe he went in there while the uh, the master was there. What if we wait until the master is not there? Uh, there are there are footmen. There are 
So what you are saying is it is a pretty dangerous place to try and break into. We, we, and and this has uh, a reputation. We. Um, what sort of things go on there that you know of? Have you ever? It's an, an aristo. aristo. You know, you know what these aristos. It's just all parties and and decadence and decadence. There, you know what they like. So he has people over once in a while, parties and. Oh, there are there are people. People go up there. I'm told very well connected people go there. I've better things to do than sit out and watch who goes up to an old house in the country. Is he here all the time, or is he a recluse? He stays in his home. I uh, I think sometimes he is in uh, he is in Paris. He's in Versailles. You know, they say he's well connected with the. Uh, with the king and uh, the queen, as so they call her. Really? Yeah. God curse them all. Them and their money and their power. Now the time is coming. The time is coming, my friend. So what are his servants like? Are they, uh, are they easy? Are they uh, hard like him? Are they afraid of him? Well, uh, and at that point, the, the other man cuts him off. And says, uh, his servants, they are a bad-tempered shower of bastards, monsieur. Oh. Yeah, he probably beats them, yeah? I, I, would, I would welcome him to do it. I've, I've, I've on, on two occasions in here, I have met men who work up at that house. And there's not, neither of them I would give the, the, the sweat from my ass. Uh, rude. Well, then maybe I better look elsewhere for my uh, my livelihood. There's yeah, not much be, in this town. No, you would be uh, well served to leave Foissy, monsieur. It is, uh, it is not a good time for Foissy at the moment. And... Uh, not a good time for the Aristos. Uh, from what I gather, things are getting very bad. Well, it is not without reason that they sit behind high walls. That is true. Soon time will come for those walls to tumble. Now, have they already started the General Assembly? Has that um, already happened? That's it's in the stages of um, what, what's happened at the moment is that the uh, third estate are petitioning for um, equality with the first and second estates. So the uh -huh. General Assembly is just about to, to come into existence in the next week. Okay. So at the moment, it's a kind of, it's a kind of rising tide. Right now. <sighs> well, I hope. I hope that we are on the side that wins. 
Well, we certainly have numbers, that's for sure. That is true. We have numbered them. We pay all the bastard taxes. Then it will be easy to go into his house and take what we want. It is ours anyway. This is true. Anyways, I continue talking to him like this, but do I glean any more info out of him? Um, make a spot hidden, though. Oh, one. Both the men are very much in their cups. It's only the morning, and they're already quite pissed. So they're very free with their words. And their contempt for Aristos in general, they make no, no attempt to, to disguise it. And they're even quite critical. They don't. They, at no point do they name Fenelik. They just refer to the, the aristocrat who lives up there and his bad tempered, uh, his bad tempered servants. But for all their bravado, you still notice that every once in a while they'll say something, and they'll just trail off for a moment and just discreetly look around the inn just to see if they can catch anyone out looking at them and both of the men do this from time to time and it, it seems to you very very obvious that they they know that someone could be listening Mm-hmm. You know, and this was this was really the the the, the same kind of feeling that that came up last night as well. Yeah. There. Obviously, Fenelik. Well, these ill, ill, ill-mannered servants probably are spies as well. So. Fenelik thinks he owns all this area. Well, he probably does. So, so they're cautious. I get that. Mm. But not cautious enough because they're drunk. So. No, they're, they're, they're drunk, but they're still, they're still a little wary. Right. Perhaps even it's just a habit. So do they drop any, any other vital information and we can move on? No, not really. Okay. It's all, again. It's all very, uh, very vague. So I know at least that the that the 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 making friends with the servants is probably not a good idea. All right. So after that, I head back to the the room as well, or up to it. Okay. In fact, I probably see them come in, don't I? I would say so. Yes. As they go up. All right, so I head up too. So, messieurs, what did you find out? I turned to Joseph, because he was the one who found the majority of everything. I assume that you relate to me everything that you did. Correct. Yep. So, if, if the Count is receiving shipments of wine... 
that tells us that he has a wine cellar. Possibly, yeah. I wonder if there is another way in. You wouldn't think of getting a cart and trying to just be another shipment, would you? They would know. Yeah. I'm thinking there may be a place on the property uh, access to the wine cellar. That is a long shot. But what I learned is we need to avoid the servants. They are, from what I have learned, are ill-tempered and um, everyone is afraid that they are being spied upon. So we must be careful. Well, it looks like there's there's access to the the um, the uh, stables. I don't know if that connects into the house, and then there's the kitchen. No, it probably would not. The kitchen would. So, if or a second floor window. Listen, it is likely that in the middle of the night, everyone, the servants will all be upstairs. So there would be probably no one on the bottom floor. If he has guards, his footmen, I'm sure there'd be a patrol. But one man. Why a man living out here in the country would need guards. It's not like we're under. under. Well, the, all, all the aristos are now um, being a little cautious due to mm. everything that's going on. It would only be wise to have a little extra backup. Prepare for the worst. And if nothing happens, then say la vie. It also sounds to me like you mentioned the black gravel. Um, you know, an aristo being obsessive about some silly thing like that is right in line with most of these extravagant bastards. And then you mentioned the roses too. I mean, they're probably just some exotic plants he brought from some other place to uh, Grace's garden. But all of that proves he has money to waste. And what is a couple shillings or whatever the term is, sorry, francs for um, some simple gardener. So how do we get in? Do we go in in the middle of the night? We just have to be stealthy and careful. We have to make sure that the, if there is a patrol, although I don't know why there would be, that they are on that side when we go on this side. We must be stealthy. I don't know what they were looking for in the house, but like uh, Michelle said, if we could find some evidence of wrongdoing, you mentioned bodies, I don't know how we would be able to tell if there were aristocrats buried in the ground. Um, or why he would bury anyone in the crowd. Let's well, hope you, he keeps it. Find out if they're aristocrats. You, you just look at the, the remains of their hands, and if the, the little finger is poking up like that, is buried like that, then <laughs> they're aristocrats. <laughs> Common folk have serial numbers on their arms, on the bone. Well, and, and to be quite honest, I don't believe that uh, an aristo would dig a hole. Well, he would have one, Doug. Yeah. But let's hope somebody as 
who thinks himself as much as he does would keep a diary of everything he did. Sorry, I know, I know this is very disruptive to do this um, when I'm the one GMing, but I'm afraid I'm just going to have to step out for a second and, and get some eye drops. I'll, I'll be right. Sorry. We will talk behind your back. I think so, somebody's got a hot mic going I, on. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely hear a hot mic. I was just typing that in. It was, uh, it was Wayne. He just oh, muted. there we are. Went away. Um, I just think we must be stealthy. We must go over the wall, sneak up to the house, make sure everybody's upstairs and asleep, get into his house, look around, see if we can find anything. That's really the only thing we can do. I think the dead uh, of night. Yeah, dead of night. We must be careful, quiet. Well, um, let me tell you right now. I am not particularly stealthy. I'm not good on my feet. I am very stealthy. Okay. People who aren't, who are clumsy and not good on their feet should not go into the house for risk of everyone. I'm Was there a lock on the gate? Do we look at the lock? Do we didn't get close enough to the gate to look at the lock, do we? The, or you? I imagine, I don't think Mick mentioned it, but I imagine that the gate is locked and that a guy has to come down and unlock it and open it. Probably just barred. Yeah. If anything. Because a guy had to come down and open the gate to let the card in from the other side. So, yeah, I think that Babon's right. I think that it's just barred from the other side. And once someone gets over the wall, they can just open the gate. We can that's, all yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, guys. It is a question of what we will find inside. We may find nothing at all, but what we just what an aristocrat would have in his home. We cannot go upstairs. If if he has something upstairs, we will not be able to find it. The servants will no doubt hear us if we come upstairs. We can search the first floor. We can search the basement. Yeah. Well, who of us is who of us is the stealthiest? Well, there, that you can't ask because how do you compare those? Who is oh, clumsy we, on their feet? You can't. We, we probably know from our time together. Yeah, I'm well, not good on my feet. Ujel is a, quite a sneaky one. I am. I am fairly sneaky. Good. I cannot hear the sound of my own footfalls. Yeah, Abon, you probably shouldn't go inside. You should probably stay inside. <laughs> Now, I wonder if there might just be someone in the kitchen at all times. No. No? Tending the, light? No. Why? Tending the stove for the keeping of all oh, summer, yeah. No. Somebody would, would if, if they wanted somebody to eat, they'd, they'd go wake somebody up. And, right, but they'd bake bread daily. And bread is... Break bread, break bed maybe four o'clock in the morning. So. Okay. They'd, just, they'd, be up, they'd be up at dawn. Okay. Uh, something that should be pointed out um, me and 
Jose were, were, were there um, towards not late at night, but during the night, um, and lights were on. There's probably going to be someone up. I'm walking around, but someone will be awake. Unless we go at like 3 o'clock in the morning, which I suggest we do. Uh, you know what we're all forgetting? This is something that I, I learned when I was in Greece. I was in areas where they didn't have electricity. And of course, they don't have electricity at this period of time. They don't have gas light either. They had lanterns. Um, everyone goes to bed when the sun goes down because there's nothing you can do. Lantern light is really not good for anything. You can barely read with it. So everybody goes to sleep when the sun goes down and they get up when the sun comes up. If we go at, at midnight, it's very likely people have been asleep for hours already. Unless there's a party. And if there's a party, we would know there was a party because there'd be torches everywhere. And Well, uh, I, I also suspect that Fenelik is not here. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but we won't know until we go. So I say that we just wait until uh, nightfall. We go, we prepare. We have Yosef climb the, uh, the fence. He opens the gate. We go in um, and we figure it out from there. Well, don't you think we should all just go over the fence? Over the gate? Over the wall? We have uh, rope. I suspect that the walls will be difficult to climb and if uh if someone were to fall and hurt themselves or fall and make noise it could alert dogs or it could alert the horses or it could alert someone inside and thus uh it, it, i would i would rather have one person go over and then you know only have to be, essentially make only one roll you don't think that there's somebody outside by the front gate in case fenelit comes home in the middle of the night the guard just sitting there, probably asleep. He'd wake up if it's somebody. Not, I, I mean, it's a ten. It's a ten foot wall, but um, it's got spikes on know, the top of it. You just yeah. throw the it's, rope it's over the. Not, it's not impossible. I mean, you know, you used to climb walls that size back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. We're soldiers. <laughs> so I'll just go over the wall. That's fine. Doesn't matter how we get in, as long as we get in. Um, Michelle, you wanted to bring a trowel. I think that's a good idea. What are you going to bring the trowel for? Why? We're going to dig in the dirt to find a body. His bayonet can substitute as that. Sure. That's what we use when we have to uh, make. It's a pocket knife. I, I, I think that is a waste of time, but do what you will. Well, it could be a waste of time, but... Same time, I mean, it could give us the evidence, and we don't have to completely go in there, you know. I don't know uh, why you would think there would be anything buried there. There's just roses growing. Perhaps I'm wrong. I just have this hunch. It doesn't hurt to. Uh, no, doesn't. Follow your hunch. Your hunch might be right. All right, let's go to. The uh, let's just wait. Let's go Get to the yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, you, you you have a decent meal. We'll assume you have a decent meal, and um, you by about half nine, it's uh, it's it's getting quite dark. 
Let's make our way to the back of the wall. And um, someone give me a luck roll. Unless someone you want me to. I actually, I'll look it up. That's what I'll do. I'll actually look it up for you. It's a full moon this evening. Right. A hunter's moon, as it were. We would be able to see without illumination. Good yes. thing. But we will have to be careful crossing the lawn. It will certainly Stick. make the business of climbing the wall a little easier, given that you can actually see what you're doing. All right. Where are we? Are we behind the wall now? Um, yes. Yes. You, uh, you are all in position behind the wall. Um, now, are you all going over or is just one person going over? I suspect we're all going over. That was, uh, that was the plan. We're all going over. The other Sergeant, you tell us what. We're all going over. Okay. Except for um, Pressy, who is um, still back at me. He's asleep. He's, he's tired. He's it's a long upset. night. Yeah. My one concern, uh, Monsargent, uh, we may want to prepare a quick egress. Maybe ha make sure we have the rope ready to go or the, the gate open and unlocked, unbarred, so that we can uh, flee at uh, haste if we need it. You and me, Etienne, we had the exact same thought. I was planning on staying behind with you, and you and me can kind of plan our escape if need be and be lookouts. You can't hear very well, so I thought you'd be uh, you'd be you'd be you'd be my, the eyes and I'd be the ears. How about I could, that? that works. Otherwise, I was planning to go in, follow in the footsteps of our more uh, dexterous companions, and. Uh, Make my way around, but out here on watch, that works too. Look, yeah. if you see me running to, towards you, you st one of you stay up on the wall. If you see me running towards you and two fucking dogs are following behind me, you grab my hands and pull me over the wall. That is the plan. Yeah? That's the plan. All right. We okay, well, for those of you going over the wall... Um, I am going to need a climb roll from you, please. I'm having some difficulty. So am I. 88. You need to throw the rope and climb. What is the base for, for climb? I don't have it. 20. Yeah. 20. Well, I got a 12. So I'm able to climb. Yeah, you just, well, you're very tall. You just sort of <laughs> jump off of it and hoist yourself over. <laughs> so then can he help us up? Yes, he can. I will let you push your rolls on, on the basis that he is helping oh, you. Oh, great. Oh, no. They know you're breaking in. Jesus, <laughs> <it, laughs> it's <rumbled>. bad. <laughs> so what do we need to <laughs> French. At least don't sound like that. They sound more like an accordion. They go, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so what do we need to push our rolls? Oh, five. Um, I'm going to let you push your rolls because someone's helping you over the thing. Right, so. but what do we need to do? Just roll again? Just roll again. I got an oh, five. Um, I got closer. <laughs> I got 32. Okay. I am um, having trouble getting over the wall. <laughs> well, I, I think if the other two are on the top of the wall, okay, I'm going to let okay. them just pull you up. All right. I, I won't get my revenge by having you fall into a large puddle or something in the same way that my character's always nearly drown <laughs> when they, they fail a climb roll. <laughs> but um, you'll be pulled up. But then, the, yeah. but then you've got to get down the other side, which is going to re require a jump roll. Can we just pull the rope over to the other side and climb down the rope? We already have it tied off on the top. Um... Would be, it would be quite difficult for you to do that. Okay, it's just a 10-foot jump. Yeah, it's just a jump. That I passed. There you go. we got to be quiet, though. I got 39. 39 out of 55. Oh, sorry. No, okay. you got it. All right, let's go. You will pass. So we're gonna we're gonna skirt around to where the wall is closest to the the house, and then cross over to the house. Well, um, that's that's a moot point, really, because the 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 house is in the the center of the estate, oh. so the wall is at all times um, equidistant. Um, but where you're coming in, presumably, if you're coming in from the the, the vantage point where. Ugel was was spying on the house earlier on. You're coming in from the rear of the house. Um, so you are initially uh, pushing your way through the undergrowth. Okay. Do we see any lights on in the house? Uh, you can't see the house yet. Oh, okay. And I'm going to need all three of you to make uh, dex rolls. Fucking roses. Uh, 22 out of 45. Oh, that's exactly half. Oh, I've got 50 on the dot. 50 out of 50. I got 61 out of 60. Can I use one luck point? Um, no. Okay. On this occasion, you can't. You're going to take one point of damage from Thorne. Eugene, oh. your long, luxurious hair is tangled on the rosebud. Rose <laughs> uh, one point of damage, you said? Yes. However, because you're in such dense undergrowth, if you do need to make a stealth roll, um, you'll get a bonus dice, bonus die for your for your stealth rolls. So is that for everybody? That is for everybody at the moment. While you're in while you're in the cover while you're in the cover. Oh uh, yes, easily pass. Well, you don't you don't need to make a stealth oh, roll yet. Okay. There's not anyone to potentially see you at the moment. I see. Okay. Um, but having moved through the undergrowth a bit further. Um, you can now see the house, and uh, the, the house is is lit up. Shit. There Shit. are lots of lights in the windows. Man. Why is the house lit up? Is he home? 
Um, I want to move a little bit more to see if uh, if it looks like there's activity in the house. Okay. Like party or... How, how close are we now to the house? Um, well, you're just um, at the rear of the property. Um, so you're in the, the overgrown part of the garden. Um, then there's um, a sort of slightly cleared area. Uh, and then there are the four small gardens behind the house. Uh, it, so uh, push, pushing through the, the undergrowth, it's a, it's a little easier to get through this uh, because, you know, at some point it would have been trimmed a little. Hmm. Uh, moving to the edge of it, uh, you can see that um, not only are there lights, but there are people moving inside. Quite a lot of people, by the looks of it. Putain de bombe, la bordel de mer. We are, we need to abort. Um, and while, while that itself may, may seem, um, it may seem interesting, um, what really catches your, your eye, picked out rather sinisterly in the moonlight, um, is the, the fountain uh, in, in front of the, the, the gardens, which is, which is now directly in front of you. Um, and it would seem to be, uh, for those of you who remember your, your Greek myths, um, it seems to be a statue, uh, atop the, the fountain seems to be a statue of, of, of Icarus. Um, but instead of the, um, the feathered wings he has in, in the, in the famous story, um, he has bat's wings. Like a devil or a demon. And the, and the truly crazed expression on the eyes of the statue. Um, so much so that I'd like all three of you to make a sanity roll, please. What is this man? My sanity. Oh, pass. I got a 60. So I passed as well. 20. I passed. Hey, it's, you're, 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 no one loses any sanity, but you're all um, a bit shaken. It's, um, this, this, is, this is not the sort of thing you're used to seeing. This man is like a devil worshiper. I mean, you know, you're, 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 you, you, you're not ignorant. You're, you're Parisians. You're surrounded by statues and and art. Uh, Paris is one of the, the 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 great artistic centers of the world. You're 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 familiar with art, and and art stirs the soul. It, it it's uplifting. But this is, especially in the moonlight, is is just. Terrifying. Dreadful. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. There's a, it has a certain quality to it that it, it, you can't quite put your finger on, but it just it seems something about it just seems a little too realistic. I uh, I, I sort of envision that we're all laying on our bellies, where we're in the undergrowth and we're peeking out from underneath it, so that nobody would notice us or see us there. Um, 
are there you see there are people milling about are they uh aristos um again because of the the distance from the house you can't really tell um they're just people moving around in the house. There seem, seem to be a great many people, and it, it would be reasonable of you to assume, I think, that it, that it was some sort of party. Um, party or gathering of some sort. Well, let's let's continue. If we can't break in now, we can at least do some recon. Let's observe and see what's going on. Well, from where you are, um, there are essentially three ways that um, you could get up to the house. You could either go around the sides of the garden, of the gardens, the four gardens in the middle, um, or you could go straight through along the, the central path. Um, now you're dressed in dark clothes. The, uh, the gravel is black and there's a gazebo providing cover in the middle, so it's not completely open. Um, similarly, you have the, the, the overgrown foliage on either side, if you were to go around the sides. Let's go around the sides. The gravel will make too much noise. I'll pass Dubois the uh, spyglass, see if he can spot something before we move. Yeah. So I pull out the spyglass. Okay, give me a spot hidden roll. 27 out of 45. Again, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, you're only getting fleeting glimpses of people, but um, from the kind of colors that you're seeing and the flashes of wigs and so mm -hmm. forth, you can tell that this is a party that's being attended by Aristos. Can we hear any music? No. Yes, there are Aristos. Maybe we can uh, get a look in the window. Uh, but we must be very, very stealthy. Very careful, yes. So, let's move around the edges. We don't want to walk on the gravel. It'll make too much noise. Right. Okay. Um, which, where are you going? Um, left or right? Uh, left. Okay. Well, um, okay. You, you still can't see anyone around. And um, as you come around that side, you notice that there is another fountain in front of you. Um, Basically, it's at the, at the end of the walkway from the garden. Um, this one, um, features what, what you take to be Cupid, but, um, Arrows. Yeah, Cupid. It's Cupid biting the neck of Psyche. This is strange. Which, you know, it's quite unnerving, but you've, 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 you've already adjusted yourself to the idea that this, this, this gentleman has rather 
depraved tastes and statuary. But make a spot hidden roll for me, please. Um, 44 out of 45. Okay. And, and, and the other two? 19. One um, nine. That is 32 out of 55. Okay, so you've all passed, which means I'd like you all to make a sanity roll, please. And that is a fail for me. I, oops, I've got myself an 85 out of 60. 41, excuse me, 41 out of 69. So we passed and Michelle failed? Yeah. Yes. Ms. Michelle, take one point of sanity. Um, you didn't notice with the other fountain because of its, its position. You were quite low down and your attention was focused more on the house. But this time you're walking past this fountain. And as you're looking at it, just for a moment, The moonlight catches the the water, or well, should I say liquid, and you notice that in, instead of water there seems to be a sort of um, a dark red... Like um, blood. Like blood. But uh, a, a, a red liquid. Does it smell like blood? Um, you've... I imagine it would. I can't. I can't yeah, make you roll blood. anything. Um, it smells a, a little irony, but there are also um. Well, no, you're 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 Dupois, so it smells a bit like wine. But it also smells metallic in the same way as blood. Like copper, yeah. Yeah. It has a, 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 touch of, a touch of both. I, I, I think to myself, I think we see them bringing wine. Perhaps these are wine fountains. That would explain the wine. They brought in a once couple more, once of wagons. The opulence beyond uh, the known. Well, we want to continue and sneak up next to the house. Okay, well, this this time I am going to ask you all to make a stealth roll, please. Uh, 58 out of 70. Why are you... <sighs> I got myself a 95. I didn't, I didn't touch anything. Guys. Oh, Love. God. Oh. No, I've got to hang on. I've just got to open up um, my Reign of Terror PDF again because um, my tablet just searched for the phrase, I'm going to have to ask you all to make a stealth roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> it got it perfectly. I really, really picked it up perfectly. Sorry, can you just tell me your results again? Because I've got a bit. Um, um, uh, 58 out of 70. 95. 
68 out of 70. Okay. Um, Michelle, stop shaking and making noise. I don't think anyone's going to hear with a with that roll. No. Okay. Okay. Well, you you sort of, um, Bowman, you 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 kind of trip over yourself, or it it may have been a bit of bracken. You're not really sure. Um, yeah, watch yourself. You don't you don't lose your footing, but you you, you sort of crash into the bushes briefly. Um, and there's a, a moment where you're just alone, all of you alone with your breathing and your heartbeats, just waiting expectantly, just just in case someone's heard you. But it seems as though there's no one there. All right. So I would like um, to sneak up and look in the window. Just peek. Okay. Um, well, from where you are, there's a large windowless uh, structure built on the back of the house, which is what Ujel uh, took to be a, a coach court. Or stables, and certainly as you as you move past it, you can hear the sound. You can hear people inside, and you can certainly hear the sound of horses from inside. It's quite a big structure. You have to you have to walk, you have to sneak inside um, quite a way before you uh, before you reach the first window, but. Um, Peering in, uh, you can see what appears to be uh, a ballroom. Um, it's a, a long, uh, empty room with uh, park with quite nice parquet floors. Um, but there's nothing going on in there. What you can see, however, or you can just sort of make out, um, there's an open door uh, leading into what appears to be um, uh, the foyer of the building. Uh, this, this is where the majority of people are moving around. And there's something in the foyer. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult to, to, um, It's difficult to see what it actually is. Um, 
all you can see is people are arriving and as they come in they're standing in front of something and sort of bowing or rocking forward or making some sort of gesture but because of the the, the position of the, the 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 crack of the open door you can't quite make out what it is it could be a person um it could be an object um you can't tell okay and there's no better position we can get in to get to to see what it is no the the, the, the best you can do by craning your head is that you can see um that it's some sort of possibly white fabric but that that could be it could be a robe it could be a tablecloth all right it's 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 difficult to tell from where you are all right we are in too much danger let's go back quickly quietly i agree we'll head back okay um i'm definitely gonna because you're next to the house i'm gonna need a Another stealth roll, please. 48 out of 70. I missed it by one. 71 out of 70. I got a 73. 73 out of 20. Okay. Right. Well, with two fails. Um, you're just moving back past the uh, the stables and um, unbeknownst to you there is uh, a pail of water against the wall and uh, you don't knock it over but you do knock into it and it knocks against the wall go 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 and there, there's a very um, actually give me a listen roll. Double zero. Uh, 50, uh, got fifty six out of fifty five. At double zeros. Oh, you got double zero. Shit. Mm -hmm. That just means okay. you're ears have fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> it's his hair is in the way again. Well, I tell you then uh, uh, what I will give you because you very nearly got your role. I'll say that um, there there was noise inside the uh, the the stables building as you walked past on the way in. There was noise as you were coming past just now. That noise has abruptly stopped. Okay, they heard us. Go 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 go. Get into the underbrush. Can we just run for it at this point? Well, once we're in the underbrush, nobody will see us. Might see us. It's, it's, it's the moonlight's out. They'll see us running across the yard. Um, yeah, give me a... Um, each of you give me a dex roll. Good, if you're going back into 16 out of 60. 36 out of 45. I got a 25 out of 50, so it's a heart roll. 
Okay, in that case, you uh, you all slip rather discreetly into the undergrowth. Um, at which point, um, you, you, you manage to get yourself settled in for a few seconds uh, when you notice the appearance uh, around the, the side of the stables of two rather large, burly-looking men, one of whom is carrying a pitchfork and the other one is carrying a lantern. And on that note, we will leave it. For this ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, managed to get right. a cliffhanger in there. There you go. All right. Our players included Thomas McKeon, Wayne Worthy, Luke Strom, Jason Melnichok, and myself with Mick Swan as a Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us comments. We like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>